This is the Sideline Distant Podcast, coming to you from YouTube and iTunes. Follow me on Twitter, as always, at the Brad Whitaker. I am the Brad Whitaker, all football today, taking a break from the NBA. Uh, so listen to this podcast if you're a football fan, especially if you're a New England Patriots fan. My team got two topics, uh, but two very different topics, one involving the quarterback's position and the Cleveland Browns. Ooh, we all know who I'm talking about there. And then I'll talk about Adrian Peterson in a little bit. Uh, so lots to talk about. Um, so it sounds like the Cleveland Browns are highly interested in, in trading for, for Patriots backup Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and they uh, it sounds like they could potentially get him if they're not stubborn about it. Now, uh, the, the rumor is the Browns are willing to trade the number 12 pick in this draft uh, for Jimmy Garoppolo, but they still want to use the number one pick overall that they have uh, on Miles Garrett. That's their dream scenario, to draft Miles Garrett number one overall and to trade that number 12 overall pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. And as I said, it sounds like Cleveland is capable of making it happen if they're not stubborn. And by that, I mean... Uh, they need to be willing to offer more than just the number 112 overall pick. Uh, according to Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com, she's highly connected to the Browns organization. Uh, for the Patriots to pull the trigger on this kind of a deal, it may take a first-rounder this year and a first-rounder next year. However, they are not willing to trade the number 12 pick and next year's first-round pick for him, according to Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com. So, that's a deal breaker right there. If the Browns aren't willing to give up a first round pick next year, it doesn't sound like the Patriots will pull a trigger, which actually sort of surprises me a little bit because Belichick isn't a big first round pick guy. He's a big second and third round pick guy because he doesn't have to pay him the kind of money he would in the first round. But obviously the Patriots are going to be looking to get younger. Uh, they are an older roster in terms of personnel and, uh, they want that defense to get younger, and uh, they certainly need younger pieces at their, their receiving core. And, you know, I don't know how long Nate Solder will last on that offensive line. Uh, so, you know, the Patriots definitely want to keep that O-line younger and younger every year, and they've been working on that for two to three seasons now. Uh, but they also need a pass rusher. Their pass rush is not great. It was very it was mediocre at best this past season. Uh, so, but that's what it sounds like the Patriots want. They want the number 12 overall pick this year and a first rounder next year if they're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, if I were the Cleveland Browns, I would take this trade right away. In fact, that is less than what the Eagles traded for Carson Wentz and the Rams traded for Jared Goff. Uh, and, you know, how long do you think the Browns will be patient with uh, Hugh Jackson as head coach and, and their general manager, Sashi Brown? He's been there. He was He was there his first year last year. How patient will they be if they have another season where they win just one or two games? I think they're gone if that happens. Uh, you know, you need a good quarterback, and there's a reason the final four teams in this NFL season uh, were quarterbacked by Tom Brady, Big Ben, Matt Ryan, and Aaron Rodgers. You need a good quarterback if you want to make it far. That There was one team uh, in, the NFL, in the playoffs this year that had a weak quarterback, and that was the Houston Texans, and that's because they had the league's best defense, and we saw what the Patriots did to that offense uh, in the divisional round. So you have a quarterback coach as head coach. Hugh Jackson used to be a quarterback coach. So how much longer do you want to have these young projects or hope that RG3 will suddenly stay healthy and start making better decisions? I don't think any of those things are going to work. 
And, uh, you know, if the Patriots are willing to give you this gift for a mid-first rounder this year and a first rounder next year for a guy that Belichick said seamlessly replicates Tom Brady in practice, I say you take it. And you can do that and still get Miles Garrett. That's the crazy thing. And the Patriots don't want the first overall pick. Now, especially if you're a Cleveland fan, you really should be excited about Garoppolo because this is different. Let me just read... Uh, you've probably seen these in, this in a meme or, or people taking their, their Cleveland quarterback jersey and crossing out the names and putting new ones there. Uh, these are the starters for the Cleveland Browns, quarterbacks that have started for the Browns since Tom Brady became the starter of the Patriots back in 2001. This is the list of starters at the quarterback position for the Cleveland Browns since 2001. Tim Couch. Kelly Holcomb, Jeff Garcia, Luke McCown, Trent Dilfer, Charlie Fry, Derek Anderson, Brady Quinn, Ken Dorsey, Bruce Gradkowski, Colt McCoy, Jake DeLome, Seneca Wallace, Brandon Whedon, Thad Lewis, Jason Campbell, Brian Hoyer, Johnny Manziel, Connor Shaw, Josh McCown, Austin Davis, Robert Griffin III, and Cody Kessler. For the Patriots, it's been Tom Brady, Matt Castle due to injury, Jimmy Garoppolo due to suspension, and Jacoby Brissett due to suspension. So, save your jobs, Cleveland. Don't be stubborn. Think of how much the Rams gave up just for Jared Goff and the Eagles gave up for Carson Wentz. The Rams, they gave up a 2016 first-round pick, two second-round picks, a 2016 third-round pick, a 2017 first-round pick, and a 2017 third-round pick for Jared Goff. Now, the Eagles, and they made this trade with the Browns. So the Browns have the Eagle. They have all these assets that they've compiled, so they can afford to make a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. This is what uh, the Browns got from the Eagles in the, the Carson Wentz trade. It was for the second overall pick in last year's draft. They got a 2016 first, a 2016 third, 2016 fourth, 2017 first, and a 2018 second. And if it's true that the Patriots, all they want are a 2017 first and a 2018 first, then you pull the trigger. That's less than what the Eagles spent for Carson Wentz and less than what the Rams paid for Jared Goff, certainly. So, the Eagles traded half away half their future for Carson Wentz, and now they look to have a bright future because of it. If the Browns could get Jimmy Garoppolo, and they could be be like seven and nine, like Philly next year, their fans would be really happy. They'd be incredibly happy. There'd be a ton of upside, uh, especially if you you could bring in Miles Garrett too. And, th- and there are some rumors floating around that the Patriots want the number one overall pick to presumably draft Miles Garrett, uh, but again, I'm not buying it. And the reason is they don't want to spend the money. Uh, they'll take a gamble of finding a pass rusher for cheaper. Uh, but the difference between the number 12 overall pick and the number one overall pick, Patriots are probably going to try to trade for the 12 pick, is usually about $12 million. That's how much of a difference it is from drafting a player first overall to 12th overall. I don't think New England wants to ever be in that top 10. If they're in that top 10, uh, for some reason, uh, they're gonna trade, they're gonna trade back and, you know, try to stockpile some more assets. But again, if all the Patriots want is this year's 12th overall and a first rounder next year, Cleveland, you should take the deal. I mean, you're losing a first-round pick, and it's not like first-round picks always work out. Belichick, 
and his first and second round pick still strikes out like 50% of the time. And we know Cleveland has not drafted well over the years, especially at the quarterback position. Let me read the list again. Since Tom Brady became starter of the Patriots, Tim Couch, Kelly Holcomb, Jeff Garcia, Luke McCown, Trent Dilfer, Charlie Fry, Derek Anderson, Brady Quinn, Ken Dorsey, Bruce Gridkowski, Colt McCoy, Jake DeLome, Seneca Wallace, Brandon Whedon, Thad Lewis, Jason Campbell, Brian Hoyer, Johnny Manziel, Connor Shaw, Josh McCown, Austin Davis, Robert Griffin III, and Cody Kessler. That's your long list of starting quarterbacks for the Browns since Tom Brady became the starting quarterback for the Patriots. Get rid of your 12th overall pick and a first rounder next year, Cleveland, and take Jimmy Garoppolo if that's all you need to bring him to Cleveland. And hell, you still get Miles Garrett if you do it. So, uh, a report came out today, and this this surprises me more than anything, uh, saying that New England's primary running back, or at least their their primary power running back, uh, LeGarrette Blunt, isn't expected to return to the Patriots this offseason and will instead test free agency. Uh, I think this is a bad idea for LeGarrette Blunt because he's tried going elsewhere before and it hasn't worked out. Remember what happened to him in Pittsburgh? Uh, he was n- not very happy uh, being second or third on that depth chart at the running back position. And uh, he, he even walked out on the team in mid-game and went back to the locker room. And of course, after that, he was he was cut by uh, by the Steelers and then, and then the Patriots picked him up again uh, and eventually won the Super Bowl with him. And, and then they won another one. Uh, two years later, uh, so, you know, I, 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 Blunt's value is at its highest on New England, and I don't think you'll get any better value for him on a different team, uh, the way Belichick works him into his system, it's worked out very well, and, you know, when Blunt came back, uh, it was effortless, because he already knew, sort of knew the playbook from when, when he was in New England before, uh, however, his stock has gone up, I mean, you have to, winning two Super Bowls in three seasons, your stock goes up. And, you know, he, he was incredible this regular season. Uh, Blunt had arguably his the best season of his career uh, in the regular season. Uh, but, you know, he's 30 years old and winning two Super Bowls in three seasons, coming off a career year. Uh, he may be wanting to cash in on one last big contract, so you can't blame him for wanting to test free agency. So let's just assume LeGarrette Blunt is gone. That only heightens the speculation of Adrian Peterson coming to the Patriots. Now, I didn't even want to talk about this uh, when these rumors started floating around because, uh, you know, I thought it was crazy. Belichick would never spend the money for a superstar back that often creates distractions. That's not his style. And, you know, Belichick has never prioritized the running back position. He will never draft a running back or a wide receiver, you know, uh, before the third round of the draft. It just doesn't work out that way. He finds... He finds guys that failed on other teams that he likes or that go undrafted, and those are generally the players that work out for the Patriots. And, and you know, I'm not a believer. I, I say you you need a quarterback first, you need a good offensive line, and then you need 
a pass rusher and a couple good defensive backs, and that's how you win in the NFL. So, you know, having a running back, having a wide receiver, you know, those are pieces that you get afterwards. And, you know, that Patriots have built an incredible receiving core from scraps, basically. And uh, that's why I didn't think they would ever want to go after Adrian Peterson. But another report came out today saying Peterson would be willing to take a team-friendly contract to join the Patriots. Now, this is what Darrell Rivas did. This is what Chris Long did just this past season. One and done in New England. Win a Super Bowl, you leave. And Belichick, you know, under these circumstances where you can pay cheap for a superstar player, Belichick has taken the gamble before. He did it on Randy Moss, and it worked out. He did it on Calvin Johnson. Did not work out. Uh, And I'll be interested to see what uh, the Patriots decide to do with Michael Floyd uh, this off season. Speaking of a diva receiver that causes distractions, uh, no, I don't. I don't get the idea. Adrian Peterson is as hard to deal with as a lot of people make him out to be. He just has a lot of baggage, obviously. Uh, but at a discount price, I think he's definitely worth it. Uh, Peterson has consistently been the best back in football when healthy. That's the key when healthy. Uh, but I don't think he'll be as injury prone in New England because uh, you know they still have two potential star running backs, Deion Lewis and James White. And New England doesn't depend on running backs the same way other teams do, you know, the same way you'll see uh, St. Louis depend on uh, Todd Gurley or, or even the Vikings on Adrian Peterson the last few years. They, you know, running backs will take games off for New England because they're just not worked into the game plan in the same way. You know, remember back in the playoffs, Deion Lewis was the star in the the divisional round. And then the Super Bowl, obviously, James White was the star. And James White is kind of of a receiving back. Uh, The Patriots used to, I remember Shane Vereen, I think he's still on the Giants. Uh, He he was the James White before James White. Uh, So New England, if LeGarrette Blunt doesn't come back, they are going to need a power back. And that's where Adrian Peterson would fit in. And because New England relies on running backs different games, different weeks, depending on matchups or just because of the element of surprise, Peterson will have games where he only carries the football two, three, four times. That's just what happens. And, you know, if he if he fumbles the ball once, Belichick will bench him for two weeks. Remember, LeGarrette Blunt fumbled it in, uh, in the Super Bowl, and Belichick put him right on the bench, and I think he got a couple carries in the fourth quarter in overtime, but that was it. And uh, so... Yeah, I think Belichick would be willing to take the gamble on Adrian Peterson if it is true that uh, the the Viking star is willing to take a team-friendly contract. Now, again, I've never seen Belichick pay even a team-friendly contract for a star running back. Uh, the, the closest they've ever been to doing that was uh, back when the Patriots won their third Super Bowl. That offseason, they brought in Corey Dillon, and that, that also worked out pretty well. But again, uh, I think Peterson would be a good fit, a one-and-done fit in New England because if it's true that Blunt wants to test free agency, uh, they're going to need a power back, and Peterson will not get as many carries in New England, so there's less of a chance of him getting injured. Uh, so I say you do the gamble if, if Peterson's willing to take a lot less to play for a coach like Bill Belichick and win a Super Bowl. So that's it for today's podcast. I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, I bid you adieu.